What's good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and this is still the only place on the internet where you can hear live vinyl spun directly out of my collection. So if you're looking for that, you're in luck. And if you're not looking for that, sorry, that's what we're doing. But anyway, I have a great show here today. I was lucky enough to sit down with Matt Anderson from Purgatory. Purgatory just dropped a new album. Uh, It is... Lawless to Grave came out 2021 on Unbeaten Records. That's UBR026 for those of you who want to go out and order a copy of this. I highly suggest it. The album is great. It's deep. We got to talking about uh, what the album was about, the kind of mindset that he was in, and uh, the kind of things that he was writing about. Got him to elaborate a little bit and then open up on uh, some of the tracks here that I, I really didn't know the background story to. And if you stick around and listen to the show, I will tell you it is worth listening to. This is an album with meaning. It's an album that a, hard, a lot of hard work went into. So... If you are not out at shows appreciating these bands, buying their merch, uh, doing everything that you can in that sense, if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel like it's, you know, what you want to be doing to go out to shows, nobody's making you, but we highly suggest it because that is the best way that you can support these bands. However, if you're not, you want to go and support these bands online, you want to buy the records either directly from them or from the labels, but... This is Purgatory. You're going to find them on Instagram, at PurgatoryHC. Uh, This came out on Unbeaten Records. Like I said, UBR026. So pull up uh, your Instagram right now. Check that out. Give them a follow. And before we move on to the internet or interview, I just want to shout out a show that's coming up. Purgatory is going to be playing in New Jersey, uh, Forked River, New Jersey, to be specific. And... This is on May 29th. They are playing with Departed. It is their record release show for the new album that they have coming out. They're also going to be playing with Bushido Code, Brick by Brick, Gloves Off, Street Struck, Before I Had Wings, Weaponize, and Cropsy. And again, that's going down. Uh, Looks like 529 in Forked River, New Jersey. This is at the VFW Post 10118. So make sure that you get there. Make sure you get out and support these bands. That is their lifeblood right now. And if we don't go out and support these bands, man, the future of hardcore depends on us. So all of that being said, we're going to move on. This is my interview about Lawless to Grave with Matt Anderson from Purgatory. I hope you enjoy it. All right, you're here on Wasted Radio. My name is Matt. I'm here with Matt Anderson of the hardcore band Purgatory. What's going on, Matt? Not a lot, man. How's things? Hey, things are, you know, chugging along, man. Like like I said, work and more work and more work and a little bit of video games if I get time. How about you? Yeah, uh, same. Just work, working out and uh, just the home life. The family life got the wife and the dog so there you go i gotta get back to that working out i got this covid belly going on (laughs) (laughs) i do i do i put on like i don't know 15 pounds or something and at first i was cool with it and then 
I just, I, I don't know. I have to deal with it. it it's something <laughs> that I, I just got to get back on the stick. Yeah. Um, so I am so happy to have you on. I got to be honest. I love this album and I'm not just sucking up because you're on the show. I've been banging this thing all week. Um, I drive a lot for my job and I have had countless hours uh, to play this album over and over and over again. So first of all, I want to congratulate you guys on a job very well done. This is a strong, strong album. Um, and uh, even coming out of 2020, I think that it really makes a statement as a band um, to come out with an album this strong after such a weird year where everybody was kind of pulled apart yeah. and hard, hardcore kind of, you know, took a dip. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit about what went into writing this album over the, uh, you know, over the course of the, the past year, the past two years, tell me about it. What happened? What went into it? Well, um, thank you for the congratulations, by the way. Um, and, and, and for the support that means a lot. And I'm also very excited to be on the show. You know, we had the opportunity to talk a little bit back and forth, um, before we set this up. So I've been looking forward to this as well. So I, I really appreciate it. Um, Absolutely, man. But as far as what went into the record, um, so me and and Josh Mata, who plays guitar, and then Brian Pilla, who also plays guitar, we've we've kind of been a little bit of the central guys with Purgatory, more so me and Josh for for a pretty long time. Um, but we didn't always have a luxury of being able to spend a lot of time writing together and letting all of our, our styles and influences really shine through in the music. Just we, we've been through a lot of lineup changes over the years. Um, so, you know, to predate the record a little bit, when we wrote our last LP cold side of reality that came out a few years ago, uh, we, we didn't spend as much time, writing that record is we would have liked to have just because at that point in time all everybody in the band was living in all different parts of the country just everywhere that must um, have been tough it, it was very tough and we really couldn't write unless you know we'd meet up before tour or something and spend a couple days before or if we were on tour and we passed through one of our hometowns we could hit a practice space but writing at, at that time and with the resources that we had was very hard. Um, so coming into this record, we dropped a, a couple other little, you know, singles and in, in splits and EPs in between Cold Side and this, um, just to kind of continue honing in on the sound that we wanted to have with the lineup that we have now. Um, so really the, the biggest most important thing for this was spending as much time as we needed to write every single bit of a song that we wanted to have uh nothing nothing got rushed at all we we probably scrapped another whole entire album worth of songs and these were the ones that we we narrowed it down to but along with making sure that we were spending the time writing what we wanted to write getting some of the guys to focus on feelings and, and emotions and through music. 
because uh, I, I can do that easily because I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a vocalist for a band. It's easy for me to get my feelings and frustrations out through words and yelling, you know. Uh, and Josh is a very seasoned veteran with with playing guitar. So like he he's learned how to write with emotion as well. So that was another thing we while we would practice or while we we would write like, sure. Yeah. I mean, we got parts on the record that are just cool parts. Um, but it would really sit back and be like, well, what's the, what is the direction that you're trying to accomplish with this, with this song? I would kind of tell him a little bit of like lyrical influence or what I was feeling or what I was thinking. And I was like, write, write things based off of this mood. Like, I don't want to just put songs together that just sound cool. Like, it's it all it all has to stem from something because we just wanted to put out the realest record that we've ever put out. <laughs> Mission so accomplished. I think that was. <laughs> thank you, thank you, and I I can say with with a lot of confidence too that we we pulled it off without a doubt. Every ounce of this record, everything has a purpose or a meaning behind it. Yeah, and and. Uh... Actually, you know, when I was going through the album, uh, reading the lyrics and everything, I could I could tell that um, not to knock other bands or anything, but in hardcore, there are a lot of common themes that you'll see throughout different, you know, like you turn on an album and number one is like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Number two is I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Number three, you talk shit and then I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. But what, but what separates uh, what you did here from the rest of that flock is, you know, uh, no one gets out alive. For instance, that song is clearly about liars, backstabbers, bad people that you don't want, um, you know, kind of fucking up your style. Uh, yeah. You know, JCA seems to have a theme about letting go of old pain and and kind of trying to build yourself into something better from it, persevering through it. Um, you know, you tackle political correctness. You tackle um, the the overall theme of the album seems to be, you know, when you say lawless to uh, grave, autonomy. Uh, I'm at war with society. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, what goes into taking all of these different ideas that you have. And then, you know, as a vocalist, as a front man, and as a lyricist, uh, what goes into molding each one of these songs to fit that emotion that you're trying to convey? Because I, th- I think you did it very well. Um, but you know, what, what's the, uh, what's the mental process that you're going through when you're doing this? That's a that's a good question. Um, you're, and, and you're right. Uh, as far as a, a lot of hardcore bands, especially now, think it's almost like they think they have to write about just whooping somebody's ass. Um, and l- let's just get down to brass tacks. Most of these bands probably couldn't fight their way out of a white paper bag, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm any tougher, badder than the next guy, but I like to practice what I preach at least. Um, but that's, that's one thing that I didn't want to do. Of course, there was going to be songs on the record that were about some of the stuff that you aforementioned. Um, 
you know, just dealing with shitty people and the way that, that we deal with them and dealing with shitty circumstances with the way that we deal with them. That's, that's part of just being in hardcore. Like that's, that comes with, with the territory, but you know, it, like I said, on the last question, finding time to really hone in on the things that mean something and each there, there was topics that I wanted to discuss and I didn't just want to put a pen on paper and, and write, write empty, vague words. It right. was really, really, I mean, I, I put myself through a lot of fucking emotional turmoil with every song on the record. To be honest, I, I had to put myself in a really, really bad, dark place. Um, it, well, while the, the, the course of this record was, was being written and while I was writing some of these lyrics, I mean... I was ruining friendships and relationships with other people because I, I really, really, my mind was really slipping for a long time there. Uh-huh. And I was my, I, I guess my, one of my little forms of, of therapy is trying to actually take the things that I'm feeling and, and put them down on paper. Sure. You know, and it's, it, it's conveying what I want to say um, in, in, in no one gets out alive to that, that, that song is about some people that we know that did some very terrible things to some people around here and betrayed friendships with people here. And it was just finding a way to address the anger that comes with the situation, but also be aware of the hurt that came with it and all of us is 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 a unit basically being able to acknowledge that handle it and then move on from it and let those people know like hey you you really don't mean shit like you know you did what you did we're we're going to carry on and live our lives and you can just stay wherever you are that's good that's that's good because um i think that we've all especially in our youth coming from hardcore, you know, we've all been reactive and overreactive. Sometimes we've all done things uh, that we don't necessarily want to do, but as we get older, you know, we find more artistic ways to express ourselves. And I think that um, if that is, you know, the, the, the path of least resistance, that still allows you to get that emotion out, then that's probably the way that you want to go. And I'll tell you what, some of these lyrics in this song, no one gets out alive. They're, they're strong. I mean, it's a bittersweet thing when you, when you lose friends, because, you know, it sucks. You lost people that, you know, you might've been close to, but at the same time, if they reveal themselves uh, to be somebody who you didn't think that they were, or they start doing things that you would have imagined they never would do, then in the end, maybe it's for the better that they identified themselves and you can separate, uh, exactly. So, um, all right. So with that said, I want to move on to this first song. We're going to get into it right now. Uh, this is no one gets out alive by purgatory. You betrayed our love became the thing you hate. No 
Right, you're back with Matt Anderson from Purgatory, and I am Matt. You're on Wasted Radio. We are talking about the new album, Lawless to Grave. And uh, Matt, I wanted to ask you about um, how was it going through the last year? Pretty much, you know, uh, everybody was dealing with this isolation and whatnot. Um, what, what was it like inside your band? kind of you know working together and persevering through this so you could come out on the other side uh with such a strong collection and and such a hard-hitting album uh from for most of us aside from maybe like some work-related things our our lives didn't really slow down there was there was a lot of people that didn't really know how to handle all the business with covid and and things like that um but you know i within the band one of the important things was for us to grow stronger as a unit and to build our bond more Mm -hmm. um we're all well i mean we're all best friends but this was a a time of recourse basically for us to become stronger and be able to band together and just continue like you said just continue persevering um we we really ramped up everything probably more than we usually do because we we had the time and a lot of people use the time as an excuse to kind of sit on their ass and not do a lot mm-hmm. and it, it was the opposite over here we all push each other to do more and that's that goes in our personal lives as well 
but as the band it was like we we don't have an excuse you know sure. like there's there's we have been doing like some of the long distance writing and, and recording for so long because we do have a couple guys that live out of state so there was no no reason why we couldn't just continue going on at the pace that we we're going at nothing the the world stopped but we didn't how uh how was like just to kind of go off topic for a second what was it like out in the midwest with businesses i mean did most of your businesses shut down pretty much like everywhere else they did yeah especially illinois is right over the border where we are chicago mm-hmm. you know it was like th- like 30 some miles away um my job ne- it's never stopped i haven't missed a single day of work because yeah, i work neither. outside <laughs> yeah. so, i mean there was definitely days that i was like you know i I wouldn't mind the unemployment, but you know, I, I, I can't sit around though. Um, but yeah, most, most places did, did shut down pretty much And Indiana's kind of weird. It's so there's, there's definitely a lot of hillbillies out here. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, are you, no. are you pretty spaced out? For, are you uh, in a rural area? Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I'm in a small, like the area that I'm in um, is, it's not too terribly far away from Gary, which is the, the area in Northwest Indiana that everybody knows. Uh, but my, no, I'm, I'm in you know, a small little city and everywhere out here, it's like one city connected to another city connected to another city. Cool. So you just keep driving and you'll just drive through a bunch of different towns. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not too rural. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's get back to the album here. Um, the next song that I chose to talk about is uh, JCA. And before we uh, get into that too much, I just want to read some of the lyrics out of here. Um, I held on to yesterday for so many years, confusion, sadness, and anger waged within my mind. Blood soaked but never forgotten. Inside a fire burned so cold. Embers of my soul danced towards the sky. Um, this is deep, man. This is, this is pretty personal. You know, and uh, like I said earlier, you know, I I wrote down here um, when I was making some notes, I wrote down letting go of old pain. Um, Tell me a little bit about JCA. What what was your mind state? What was your state of mind uh, when you were working on this song? Uh, This is this is the most personal song I've ever written in my whole entire life. Uh, JCA is my my Uncle John's initials who committed suicide. Oh, okay. And wow. yeah, it's, um, so, you know, I guess I have to give a trigger warning here, um, about sexual assault, but when he was, a uh, when he was, he was molested when he was a child and it, it, it did a number on him, you know, nothing that I could ever imagine. And it did a number on, on my family as well. And he, I mean, he went through a lot of struggles throughout his whole entire life. And I was very, 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 very close to him. He was almost like a second dad. Him and my dad were very, very close in age. So they spent a ton of time together. So I I grew up with him. Um, But he, yeah, he ended up committing suicide. And um, like my dad saw him and everything. Um, When they, is he did in his thirties, I'm older now than, my uncle was when when he killed himself so um so it's yeah the the song is really about um the the 
the day that I found out that that he died. Um, and then like that, that was that was hard to grasp. But when I learned the, the truth of his past, it was like, you know, that the embers of my soul danced toward the sky thing. It was like I lost a, a part of me as well. The the purity of our relationship it was like it just had a, a knife stuck through it because I I couldn't understand that happening to him. Um, you know, and it's I mean, it's still like gets yeah. to me to this day. And I didn't mm-hmm. I I found that aspect of his life out further down the line because my my dad protected us kids of that. Of um, course, of course. And when we got of age where, where we were able to comprehend and understand it, which you never really can, you know, when he, when he told me that it was, uh, I've, I, that's when I've, I finally understood, um, you know, and that's, there's, there's a lot of lines in there where I say, you know, I, I know you tried, but couldn't be saved. Just mm-hmm. know I'm at peace with the choice you made. You know, that's a lot of this is, I mean, his, his death had a very, very, very strong mental toll on me from a really young age. Um, it, it, I mean, it really, it really messed me up. Um, you know, still, it's still something that I, that I struggle with to this day, but it's, it's being able to let go of pain. Just like you said, it's, Mm -hmm. it's coming to terms with, with what happened and knowing that he doesn't he's not struggling anymore. You know, he tried every. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate, you know, your honesty and your vulnerability on this topic, because honestly, this is why we like hardcore. This is, this is it right here. Anybody listening to this, this is why we like it. This is why we, we have, you know, we, we get involved and we stick with it for so long because you know, you're dealing with real pain, real pain. And, yeah. and, you know, we, you don't even have the luxury of saying, uh, you know, he, he's in a better place or um, a lot of the times you, when somebody dies, you'll hear people say, Oh, well, it, it, maybe it's better off this way or whatever. And you don't even have the luxury of saying that in this instance, it's, it's just a terrible situation all around with a terrible backstory and a terrible outcome. Um, yeah. Does it help you? Uh, because I mean, I'll tell you one thing. And I, I, I said this a little bit on, on the last episode, but uh, one issue that I'm extremely passionate about is mental health. I think sure. that, I think that mental health in this country is off the fucking wall and we should all yeah. be ashamed of ourselves of how we take care of one another. Um, right. I think that it is unbelievably brave to take the mic, especially in, in a hyper-masculine scene that, that we have, you know, and express something so deep and so painful and be able to get up there and, and shout that out to the world. When you do that, um, when you write these words and you sing this song and you, and you jam out to it, does that help? It does. Um, it, this, you know, I guess this song was a, was a different instance. Cause it, it, it was really, really hard for me to sing. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I was, if I was going to make it through, I don't, I don't cry. 
Um, and that's not me trying to be like a tough guy. Like I, I don't, I rarely ever cry. And I, you know, I choked up uh, a few times while, while singing this just cause like it's every, every time I, I even hear it or read it or think about it. Um, it, it's all, it, it makes it real every single time, you know, and in as much as I would like to think that I've accepted and recovered and, and healed from things that have happened, I, I, I never will, you know, I, I have, I have accepted things for what they are like for sure. And I, I am, like I said, I am glad that he is not living to suffer anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. There's the part of me that's, that's selfish that obviously still wishes he was around. Sure. Of course. Um, and that's, that's a natural thing that's going to happen, you know, but it's, it's, it's just a, it's a tough one all yeah, around. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. Yeah. I, it helps me though, build this case that I've been building, uh, for a couple episodes now that, um, and especially with, uh, I believe now it was two weeks ago when Madball played in New York and, and the whole big fuss came of it. Um, it, it, it this is just another piece that kind of helps me build my case that hardcore is therapy for yeah. people like you and I and, you know, tens of thousands of others. Um, and I think that people who aren't involved, people who are looking from the outside in don't necessarily understand that it is it's more than music and thrashing around and smashing your friends in the fucking head it legitimately is therapy um like i said on last week's episode when i was talking to mario from upstate records i said you know you can call up a shrink and i'll talk to them and it's not going to do that much for me but if you send me over to a show that's going to do way more uh therapy work on my brain Um, and I think that, you know, just going through, I mean, now that you've given me that, that context of the song, which is it's terrible, unfortunate context, but at the same time, um, it's something I think really beautiful. And, and I don't use that word lightly. I think that it's, it's something really strong and it's something that if you needed to say it, then it needed to be said. Um, and that is exactly the purpose of what we do. Is there anything else about this song that you want to add in before I play it? Um, no, I mean, that, that's really the, the, there's the, the line at the end, uh, somewhere out there is a silent name and a hidden face. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I know the, the person that did it, but I don't know who the person is. I've never seen the person, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's uh, unfortunately there are so many people in the world that have suffered from this and uh, as a is a personal statement to everybody out there um no matter what if you've struggled with any of this at all or had this happen you, you just remember you're not alone you're not the only person that this has ever happened to you do have people out there that love you um you you're literally not alone and honestly you're a stronger person than any of us myself included will ever be what more can be said man what more can be said we're gonna go into this song 
This is JCA by Purgatory. you're back on wasted radio my name's matt i'm here with matt anderson of purgatory how's it going buddy good 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 good. jca that is a hard track dude it's a hard track i love it um i want to move on to another track and uh the track the next track that i picked to talk about here is disease cool and uh you nailed this one i mean where do i begin every single day some stupid motherfucker (laughs) i mean this is how i feel um yeah you know what what drove you 
to put the pen to the paper and, you know, be like, all right, enough with this bullshit. I gotta, I gotta say something. The, I mean, the most current example that I could give is, is the show just that just happened in New York. Um, it's everything like that. There are just so many people in, not just in hardcore, but in the world, but we're going to stick with hardcore that are literally just professional victims. Like you don't have anything better to do in your life than just fucking bitch and moan about something else and make everything about you. And the, the, the people that do this, they don't, they don't contribute anything to hardcore at all. They just go to shows and look for something to fucking cry about. And it just, it drives me insane. You know, like, I've noticed that. I've noticed that, dude. When I when I was going through comments and looking at different profiles and stuff, I'm like I've never seen any of these people involved in anything. And they're all the ones that are saying, "Don't go out, don't go to shows, don't be a part of your scene." I mean, is I asked this question to Mario. I might as well ask it to you. I'm very concerned about censorship, and. Uh, the corporations that we kind of rely on to distribute our music, um, Apple, Spotify, uh, whatever else is out there that people are listening to music on YouTube, especially. Um, Do you think that our, do you think that our fear of corporate censorship is justified or do you think that we face a greater threat from the people inside our own scene, self-sabotaging what hardworking bands are trying to do. I definitely used to think that we faced a threat with corporate censorship. Um, but there, that's, that's just a person sitting behind a screen somewhere that's filtering things out that at the end of the day, they have nothing to do with our subculture at all. The youth, are our subculture the all the the younger kids involved in hardcore and they're the ones that are just letting it implode right now Mm -hmm. there's there's an attitude right now where literally if if you do not agree and bend to someone else's ideals and views you are just completely outcasted and and it, it it's like it's like hardcore has done this this 180 where it was a bunch of kids who who didn't didn't they didn't want to abide by society's typical rules and they didn't they didn't want to follow the rules and they didn't want to do what somebody else told them that they had to do so they found this shitty music where people were playing loud amps and yelling into a, a microphone and you know playing the drums as fast as they could who were just yelling about how much they fucking hated that kind of stuff and they were like yep well this is something that i actually agree with and built a whole entire subculture on it and the basis of that was do whatever the fuck you want to do be yourself live by your own set of rules that doesn't mean that that doesn't come with without repercussions like You know, if if you want to spout off on some some racist Nazi shit, go ahead. But you're going to get smashed in the face. You're have, yeah, you're going to have some consequences to deal with. Yeah. You know, um, and now it's now it is just it's 
reverted back to what I view to be normal society's rules and mindsets, it's just taken hardcore over and nobody is allowed to think for themselves because the second that you do, you're just, you're just, you're banished and you're outcast for it. You're suddenly you're wrong for having your own beliefs. Well, I'm glad to see the pushback personally, because there was a little bit there where, you know, I would see stuff like that and I would be like, Oh God, is this the direction we're going in? And um, yeah, it reminds me of the reason that I got into hardcore to begin with, to get away from the librarian who tells you to be quiet, to get away from the teacher who tells you to stop wasting your time in that stupid garage band, to get away yeah. from that bullshit. And, you know, the people who tell you not to dye your hair, not to tattoo your face or tattoo your arms or anything like that, you yeah. know, that's what we were getting away from. And now um, are we turning the gun on ourselves and, and kind of, you know, biting ourselves in the ass here. That's, that is, that is what it seems like and how, and how it feels. And it's, you know, I don't know. There's this big, big feeling of everybody needing validation from every angle. Mm -hmm. No, no, nobody just does anymore. It, there, there has to be just all everybody needs to be accepted and everybody needs to be validated. Like every, everybody hardcore is not for everybody. And that, and that's just it at the end of the day. Um, I, I'm not saying that not everybody can find hardcore cause you can just be involved in it for the right reasons. And to me, the right reasons are holding on to the virtues of punk. Like, yeah. it's like you said, I, I was the kind of person where if a, if a librarian told me to be quiet in the library, I'd probably slam the book down and fucking be louder. Like, exactly. you know, I'd say it, it is all about, about that pushback, but now that reverted into kids just trying to cancel and, and get people kicked out of hardcore for reasons that are just asinine. Like if you're a, a rapist or a, a Nazi or a racist or some piece of shit, like, yeah, you have no place. You don't have a place anywhere. Well, you know, especially in hardcore, there's not really. There's no need to even I, not a need. Maybe no need is the wrong way to say it, but there's no there's no market for that stuff. You know what I mean? There's no there's nobody here that's going to buy into that kind of stuff. You're yeah. you know, and when you talk about stuff like cancel culture and and uh when you talk about racists and, and Nazis and that sort of thing, I don't even consider that canceling because it's like, you're not even going to get in the door. Um, exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. You know, but when I see bands like Madball and wisdom and blood clot and, you know uh, well, now you guys are next on the chopping block. I hope you're ready, <laughs> but uh, you know, departed. Um, purgatory gloves off who else is on that show over there um street struck uh bushido code yeah, of course of course you know there's a couple other bands yeah bands too um yeah you know it's like you said there there are people that they're not affiliated with cancel culture because they they don't have a place in the first place mm -hmm. but if you're gonna if you're gonna try and ruin somebody's life for playing a show right now mm -hmm. like I, i'm sorry like i i want to play a fucking show 
you don't have to go. Right. I'm not putting my, I'm not killing my grandparents or whatever that stupid excuse everybody else gives. Like, I'm sorry, but half the people that are bitching about this are out there fucking random people all the time. Um, they're going to parties, they're going to bars, they're watching UFC events with, yeah, and they're just not posting it online. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot. I, Hey, I got, I got married last year and had a right around probably 150, 200 people on my wedding. Nobody had a mask on. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. You can, I'm dry snitching on everybody right now, but there's <laughs> people that are, that are bitching hard about the current series of events. I'm like, you're a fucking hypocrite. Cause you were at my wedding. Yeah. You know, mixing it up with everybody else. With congratulations, uh, by the way, that's fucking you. awesome. You know, absolutely, you. absolutely. Um, no, dude. I mean, it it is. It's 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 silly. It's all just silly. Um, even to go back to just the the sheer hypocrisy of, you know, having a scene that's based on subversion and based on uh, rebellion based on i mean not to sound corny but sticking it to the man i mean that's why we're yeah. all here they, they they say don't do that so you do it um yeah. you know who are we especially i mean you know a, a couple of ugly mugs like me and you who are we to police each other you know we're right. like we're, we're just normal guys i'm not gonna go out and, and trash people but i will tell you what um with my show i i love all hardcore bands and and if any band um sends me their music or whatever i do check it out i will check it out if i if it's available on vinyl i will buy it and i will play it that is not to say though that i'm not paying attention to what bands are out there making things happen because these are the bands that especially coming out of 2020 you know these are the bands who are here for the right reasons who are going to make sure that you know there's going to be shows they'll be goddamned if there aren't any shows they're going to do it either way if you tell us that it's illegal we'll do it in a basement if you come and bust it we'll do it somewhere else but you know um so when you were just to kind of get off of that you know snitch core uh topic for a second When you were writing this song specifically, were you also talking about just like the general social climate in the country and how everybody's kind of treating each other right now? It it mostly all just completely stemmed within hardcore. You know, I just got, I, there was, I, I mean, as someone who's been at the, at the center of witch hunts before, and I've had people come after my band so many times, Mm -hmm. uh, but seeing I mean, just seeing some of the things that people were trying to basically get people canceled for, um, just think things that you literally cannot quote unquote cancel somebody for. It was like, just give it a fucking rest. Like, yeah, you will find any excuse in the world to ruin somebody else's life, literally just for your own personal gain. Yeah, man. And I, you know, and I like from my perspective too, you know, I work 40 hours a week. I have an eight year old. I'm fucking tired at the end of the week. The last thing I want to spend my time doing is ruining someone else's life. I don't have time for it. You right. know, right. Like there's exactly, 
You know, there's bigger things than than trying to control the way that everyone acts. And I think that for a while there, we had this nice balance in America where, you know, for the most part, it was you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. And yeah. as, as long as we're not hurting anybody, everything is good. And now those lines have kind of been blurred to where yeah. you don't know, you know, you can you can make the argument like you said, you know, you're not you're just playing a show. You're not out there killing your grandma. Yeah. Um, but someone wants to someone might want to come after you and make that argument, you know, right. and say, well, no, you are hurting somebody. Well, you can't really say that, but they do. And it sticks. And I think that the, the overall negativity is kind of um, why I think that it's so addictive for for some people to get sucked into that and just kind of carry that with them because it feels good to drag someone else down when you're not feeling good. Um, yeah. And, you know, especially we're seeing smiling faces. We're seeing stage dives. We're seeing Freddie Madball in front of a crowd of 2000 people what is bad about that nothing it's nothing but love it's it's never been anything but love and they yeah. want to they want to distort it yeah, that's true and and that also kind of touches based on what you what what we talked about earlier with that being somebody's form of therapy there may have been kids at that show that were at their end and just ready to be done with you know being alive and yeah. that, that that show may have saved somebody's life and that you you can I know that's not, that's on an extreme end of the spectrum, but there are actually kids out there that have nothing and they yeah. need hardcore. Definitely. So a, a, everybody out there that acts like oh you know nobody needs shows that bad, you don't fucking know everybody else's life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, that is a great place to go into uh, disease. I want to play this track next. So, um, again, stop snitching on each other, guys. We're all in it for the right reasons. We love each other. We love hardcore and we love purgatory. We're on with Matt Anderson. This is disease. Oh, yeah. Fuck you! 
All right, you're on Wasted Radio. My name is Matt. I'm here with Matt Anderson from Purgatory. That was disease. And uh, now that we have all that PC bullshit out of the way, I want to move on to uh, this next track that I picked, Lawless to Grave. It's the title of the album. Uh, It's a strong song. It closes the album. It's all about um, autonomy and uh, independence, building yourself up, um, living by your own rules. Why don't you take it from here, Matt? Tell me about this song. So this song is it's almost like a, this sounds weird, but it's almost like an autobiography song. Um, and it's, it's a bit of an anthem for me and some of the other guys and a lot of the people that I like to surround myself with. It's, it's, uh, that it's our mindset. And that's kind of like you said, we, we live by our own code and we make our own rules and, Sorry about that. I got cut okay. off there. No worries. Um, we, uh, we, we, yeah, like I said, we, we live by our own set of rules and I don't give a shit when anybody else has to say or, or think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, every, everybody should follow their own path. Um, if you, if you agree with something and you want to go along with that, then that's, that's fine. As, as, as I've said before, your choices will have consequences for your actions that may be positive or that may be negative. But at the end of the day, like I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And I surround myself with like-minded people. And that's, that is, it's, it's about being lawless the grave. There's a lot of people that they want to hack it in my world. They want to hack it with, with me and my friends. And that's, that's fine because your life's not mine and my life isn't yours. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good statement, I think. And I think that that's something that a lot of people, especially nowadays uh, could benefit from hearing. And it's not a message about being tough. It's not about being hard. It's not about, it's, it's, it's about, look, man, this is the way that I'm living. I'm not getting in your way. Don't get in mine. Yeah. Basically that's really what it comes down to. It seems. And, and, uh, the lyrics, if you if you read the lyrics of the song, you know, they speak for themselves. Um, I, I particularly like, uh, let's see here. I like the body scarred, baptized in blood, dirt and grease, one at war with God, government and police. Truer words have not been spoken in, yeah. uh, you know, that <laughs> it's true. I mean, and, and this is... Uh, This comes back to the whole thing that I was talking about earlier with, um, you know, just the hardcore mentality and the this could very easily pass as a metal album. I'll say that. Right. Sure. Um, And then when you bring in the context of the lyrics, the mindset, the um, just overabundance of emotion that is poured into this, um, you know, when I think metal I think a little bit more, um, I don't want to say fantasy, but fiction, you know, it's metal. That's yeah. It's, it's a good way to put it. It's, it's about singing about stuff that sounds cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is nothing but 
raw reality. Um, and it's not always the pretty side, yeah. you know? Um, but I think that the, the name of the song and, you know, to, to title the album is the perfect name for the album. I think it summarizes everything that went into it. Um, now, before we get into playing some more music, um, I did want to go through, talk a little bit about production. Sure. Um, so did you guys all go into the studio as a unit and lay everything down at once? How, how did it, how did it all work? Yeah. So we, uh, we recorded everything with Len Carmichael at Landmine in New Jersey. Um, he's, you know, he's done Queensway, Lifeless. Uh, I think he's, he's doing some, some year of the knife stuff. It looks like, I mean, that he's, he has an amazing roster. Len is the man. Um, but yeah, we, we went in as a full unit and tracked everything in, in four days, you know, with drums, guitars, bass, and then vocals and gang vocals being last. So you went in there and tanked nine, 10 songs all at once. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I mean, realistically, <laughs> we did it in like three and a half days or something like that. Or wow. You know, we'll just say four days to be safe. But yeah, we uh like I said, we we spend a lot of time sharpening and, and honing our skills, you know. We're like we're like samurai with this band, always, always trying to perfect our craft. So when we go in somewhere, we are, our tools are sharpened and we come in with guns blazing and we got our shit together. That's awesome, man. And, and it shows, I mean, rabid visions, gospel of war, uh, beg for life, pray for death, cold side of reality, section two nineteen, And then now we're here, your blades are sharpened. You know, you go in, you, you, you kill it. I mean, how was your, how was your throat feeling after three days of that? It was pretty okay. Like, um, you know, the, well, you've been doing we, this for a while. That. And when we would do the old records, I do all the, all the vocal tracks in in a day or, a, you know, or whatever. And I, I split it up, but recording cold side, I, I learned to just do a couple tracks early, get the easy ones out of the way, rest, maybe do a couple more at the end of the next day. Um, so yeah, you, you space it up as soon as, as soon as I feel myself getting a little, a little hoarse or where I'm not feeling comfortable with how I'm sounding, then we'll stop and come back at it the next day. What's your go-to, uh, for the throat? Do you drink in tea? I have, I, I, I drink throat coat afterwards. Um, but I have, I got two secrets. One is, uh, this they sell it over in Europe. It's called Jello Revoice, and it's a it's a little tab. It almost looks like a. It, it's about the size of like what a Tums would be, but that stuff. Um, I got it from Maddie, the singer for Nasty, and Noah from World of Pain. They they both put me on to that. Noah lives by that stuff, and his voice always sounds awesome. Oh yeah. And then I got a, another one. It's a syrup. It's called Nim Giam Pepakoa. And it's like a, it's, it's just an all herbal syrup, basically. But I'll kind of, I got my own little concoction for mixing things together to, to keep things nice and coated. 
um, but it's also healing it at the same time. That's awesome. That's and then uh, stay hydrated. You you definitely take your craft seriously. That's for sure. But yeah, you know, respect. That's why I like ha- that's why I like having these conversations because you know a lot of the time there there's uh, more than meets the eye with. Uh, bands that are coming out in the hardcore scene this is more than a couple midwest boys dropping an album this is you know like you said this is sharpened samurai blades this is people that are dedicating to their craft you guys have been doing this for 10 years um i mean that that says a lot you know and it and and like i said earlier congratulations it shows because i i gotta be honest dude it's my it's my drive music right now. It was my, you know, playing soccer outside music. It's aggressive. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so aggressive. And, um, you guys also, you know, right where to slow the breakdowns down, like right, right where they need to. And, and, uh, one thing that I think that you guys actually captured really well is, um, when you see bands and they'll play the breakdowns at, their shows but it's just it's not like they slow them down but they kind of get into that bounce rhythm with it that you know gets everybody moving and and i think that you guys captured that really well um there's a lot of bands out there that you know i think kind of capture that you definitely weren't these songs were not played to a metronome right no i don't know i don't think colin records to a metronome when when he plays so no they're 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 not and that's not to say i i i felt like he didn't play to a metronome and that's not to say that it was off time or anything like that that's just to say the the transitions and slight tempo changes and and subtle things like that they're very well done yeah so you know it, it definitely shows that the guys are used to playing together it shows that um those those are the little things that stand out to me as a musician that say like damn like a good amount of work did go into this because you have to you have to know who you're playing with and you have to you know know what you're doing to kind of get into that funk you know um to to encompass that feeling so uh is there anything that you want to say about the track uh last track on the album lawless to grave there's a there's a specific line in there that says, "This is how we live. Fuck your hopes and dreams." I mean, that's that's the summary of us as people and and the whole record. So you can, if you take away anything from this record, it's that line. It's just it's just who we are. Like love it or hate it, not going anywhere. So do you? We'll do us. It's like, like you said a little bit ago. Uh, I will stay out of your way and you just stay out of my way. There you go. Again, one more can be said. Um, All right. We're going to play another track off of this album. Now this is the title track of the album by purgatory came out this year on unbeaten records. I am here with Matt Anderson and this is lawless to great. There are only murderers in this room. Open your eyes. This is the life we chose, the life we lead. And there is only one guarantee. None of us will see heaven. 
You're back with uh, Matt on Wasted Radio. I'm here with Matt from Purgatory. We've just been having a good chat here. Uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, man. Um, and the album is obviously, you know, as we've been listening to it and talking about it here, um, I think that this is going to have a really, really good effect uh, on the scene and the and everybody that this album touches. Hopefully, you know, they hear this and kind of get a little bit of idea of what the album's about and the different issues that went into it and the importance that it has to you guys. Um, the, the writer of the song pouring direct emotion, um, real shit. Uh, I just wanted to say again, congratulations on the album. I'm really, really impressed by the album. I think that this is, I don't know, man. I, after hearing you, you really hit me hard with the whole story about your uncle and stuff. I had no idea uh, that that's what JCA was about, but like mad respect, um, you know, putting that out there, talking about your life, your real struggles that you go through as a person. Um, I think that that is a really honorable thing to do. And I think that that is what this music is about. 
Um, Thank you. And and that's, yeah, man. And that's, that's why I wanted purgatory on this show because you guys express something that is just, it's pure. It's, it's just real. It is what it is. And it's, it's good. So yeah, good job on everything, dude. Thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Is there anything about the album that you wanted to add before we wrap it up, man? I like hopefully that people when they listen to it don't just take the the record at face value and actually you know do dive into the lyrics or take time to listen to the songs because even with just the few songs that we talked about here like there's a there's a lot of serious themes and everything stemming from you know shitty people politics police religion depression suicide anything and everything under the sun that happens on the on the full spectrum for a person's life um it's it's not this is not a hardcore record or a metallic hardcore record that is to be just listened to and have that be it like just just read the lyrics pay pay attention to the songs and take take something away from it like it's not a bullshit record the lyrics aren't bullshit. The music's not bullshit. Just pay attention to it. Yes. And it's an album that deserves uh, attention being paid to it. That's why we were talking about it here today. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up. I got a couple things that I just want to shout out here. First of all, unbeaten records, right? Yep. yep. Shout out at unbeaten underscore records on Instagram. Go check them out and go follow them. You got other bands on that label there. I did not know this, but they released uh, All Out War. They yeah. Released, uh, Queensway. Yep. Um, Stigmata, No Victory, Orthodox, Boundaries, other stuff. Lots of good stuff over at Unbeaten Records. So go give them a follow. Uh, other than that, I mean, Rabid Visions, Gospel of War, Beg for Life, Pray for Death, Cold Side of Reality, Section 219, and now, finally, 2021, Lawless to Grave. Matt, it's been great talking to you, man. Thanks so much for coming on. I think I lost you. I think I lost you. My back? (laughs) You're back. Okay. Yeah, no. the, my reception is a little shoddy, but no, thank you. Um, thank you for having me uh, and setting up the time to do this. I've been looking forward to this, so I, I appreciate it a ton. Absolutely, man. Hey, come back sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll keep in touch. All right, buddy. Hey, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, what's your Instagram before we say goodbye? My Instagram is rabid panic. It's all one word. Okay. And where can uh, the listeners find the band? They can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Purgatory HC. And then on Facebook, I believe it's Purgatory USHC. And then you can stream the record on, on any preferred platform, um, Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, in, anywhere and everywhere. And then if you want to order anything, um, just go to the, the Unbeaten merch now. And we have vinyl, merch, CDs, and everything else. Uh, no, vinyl sold out, so scratch that. Ooh. We have CDs and merch and, and everything else available on there. All right. You heard the man. Go over to those sites, 
check them out uh buy something from this band help them out they are going to be playing uh coming up here real soon when is the date of that show may 29th in forked river new jersey okay with departed who is releasing a record yep yep all right and uh lots of other good bands on that um some altuna bands we like that all right um matt thanks again it was a pleasure talking to you and uh good luck man hope to thank talk you. To you soon yes absolutely all right take care man all right see ya yeah bye How about that? Matt Anderson from Purgatory. Thanks again for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot to everybody who's come on the show so far. You guys are helping me out in a big way, helping me get the podcast off of the ground. This is 12 episodes in. If you can believe it, if you've been following since the beginning, thanks, man. Wow. You know, I couldn't listen to myself that much, Um, but I really appreciate all the outreach I've gotten. I've met a ton of cool people so far. I've got to uh, rehash some old relationships with some people that I knew a long time ago. My friends have stepped up and helped me out. Some people that I've never met before have stepped up and helped me out. Um, Jeffy from Know the Score, you, uh, I, I got the new artwork, and that is up. I really appreciate it. We're going to be heading on over to iTunes this week. Some things are in motion. Other than that... I just want to wrap it up here by saying uh, it is Mother's Day weekend. Love your mom. You know, uh, show some respect to mom this weekend. If your wife's a mom, buy her something nice. Take her out to breakfast. Uh, do something. But I'll tell you what. Let's appreciate the women in our lives that are making shit happen for us. Uh, the people that birthed us. The people that made sure that we didn't fall on our asses. Do something nice for them. That's why we have this holiday. Other than that, I'm just going to tell you what I normally tell you. Uh, stop treating each other like shit. Be nice to each other. Let's, uh, let's come out of this unified. Let's come out of this, uh, and do it all for our scene. We are going to be back here next Sunday. So I will see you then. You can find me on Instagram at wasted.radio. And, uh, until then keep it real. You're listening to wasted radio. Wasted radio.